0: All right. and we are live hello everybody hello. On, a, on a fine afternoon
1: friday uh, afternoon early 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 but uh thanks to you, javi and zuckerberg i got double booked so this is on my this is my fault <laughs> <Curse>
0: you,
2: <Zuckerberg! laughs> but yes and, javi. I still and javi. Love javi
0: you know we can blame javi he's a, but he's a good enough guy so uh Hey everybody. This is another episode of Make Mine Mayday and uh, Oracle Fish saying hi in the comments. Hello, hi,
2: Chris. Oracle Fish.
0: And so, yes, as always, when we, before we get started, we'll uh, this episode of Make Mine Mayday is obviously powered by Patreon.com slash Spidey Network. And if you want to be a part of the program in a future episode where we do more feedback, you can leave feedback a couple different ways. You can leave us a voicemail at 818-925-6631. It's 818-925-6631. We still and haven't
1: gotten any J Jonah Jameson impressions. Like no. no yeah. No.
0: Like that that the voice it, it works, guys. I trust me when I say this because we got voicemails for
1: sometimes we will answer. Uh,
0: if it's only if it's Ron Friends that I answer. Oh. See?
1: Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: got you. But you can leave an email, at Gmail.com. We actually have an email for later on in the episode, actually, as a tease. We do. Also, also, you can leave an email uh, at Radio network at gmail.com. So, yes. Um, hello, everybody. This is the annual episode, and we're going to do the wi- annual, the wizard one half, and kind of review the it's, first
2: year Yeah,
1: episode. basically, this is for the annual because technically the annual came out before the next issue that they even reference in this without like the full first year. Uh, and the wizard half issue came out around the same time. So we decided to put them both together because they don't quite, uh, they don't quite fit into the next, the next half of the story. And yes. so we're, we're going to try to like leave a little bit of the, the character reveal <laughs> for the next, uh, next issue. Although it's, it, it's pretty much given to you in in uh, In the annual. annual.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So annuals are a long time tradition for those that don't know. Uh, Marvel would do like one big oversized issue a year. And in the case of like amazing Spider-Man, it was the sinister six. That was the first time we saw the sinister six altogether. Um, No other notable annuals are like annual 21 with the marriage of Mary Jane and Peter Parker. Um, So yeah, this, then they were going to start phasing this out because we're at the in Marvel history, we're in the end of the Harris era, and yeah. getting into what we'll be, be soon in the next few episodes. We'll start getting into the Joe Quesada era of Spider Girl and Marvel in general. So, um, at, at, when Joe Quesada took over, annuals kind of we went on. Do we
1: need a do we need a trigger for for his <laughs> trigger. Name? trigger warning for his name,
0: especially after this week's issue of Amazing Spider Man? You might. You might. <laughs> Just, um,
1: it, it's brought up a lot of a lot of people's uh, emotions. I, I look,
0: I look forward to like when we when we get to that point. Like, it's going to be really weird because normally I'm not a Cassada Dis- defender, but when it comes to Spider Girl, I will. I there will be a mountain I will die on, and that will be.
1: <laughs> I've I've literally I've literally had to defend slot in certain points at this point between fans, like Ooh. it's. It's hard because I'm like, look, take the sh- take the fair shots, but sometimes don't hit below the belt. And a lot of times people literally, they create these conspiracy theories that don't make sense. And I'm just like, you guys, people aren't out there like going that one fan, I've got to completely ruin their lives. And also if your lives are completely ruined by some fiction, I, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: sorry you
0: you poor poor, Um, unfortunate people like i hate that 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 happens to you
1: yeah and i mean and i know that they get mad and they're like but what about spider verse what about web warriors because yes i realize i have some unresolved trauma thanks to mike costa and and those tiny little finger sandwiches but you know (laughs)
2: listen
0: as somebody that's made finger sandwiches in the in the recent past
1: hours Four hours of tiny finger sandwiches. That's that's a long
0: time. I May's endurance is superhuman because I I was making finger sandwiches for a birthday party a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I would hate to do this all the time. And May, for her to do it for four hours. And I thought of you She'd as I'm making char- these finger sandwiches.
1: Characterization, though, w- she wouldn't do it. That's
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. No.
0: Also. Also, random fact about this annual. It is annual 1999. In the late 90s, they stopped putting numbers on annuals and just started doing the year, especially during the Harris administration. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of a a relic. Um, There is no other annuals for any other uh, MC2 characters. So this is the only one and only annual in the MC2. So
1: I had to look that up. Yeah, because I was like... I knew that. So I knew this was the only one for Spider Girl, but my brain was like, as I was writing up the notes, I was like, was there another one there had to have at least been planned for another one? Right. Right. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But this is the only one that came out and that is okay because we get eight stories.
0: Eight and Kelly's
1: stories poor,
0: Poor Kelly is taking the lead reins on this one and I kind of feel bad for
1: no no I I was thoroughly excited because I remembered most of them um I don't think I've reread the diary story in a little bit and uh, that was the one that uh, I I get really bad secondhand embarrassment we will see as we talk about this and yes it literally was like... I, I am reading uh, like my friend's teenage diary and this this is this is wrong. this is horrific. This is cringy. and then um, I was listening to a playlist. I have like this random playlist that I' normally listen to when I I'm writing up show notes and a uh, simple plan comes on.
0: I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. I, I was
1: 14 when Simple Plan um wasn't, you know, like Canadian Nickelback, or, which is weird. <laughs> Why are they Canadian Nickelback, but Nickelback is from Canada?
0: If you know the question to, or the answer to that question in the comments, leave us a comment and we'll <laughs> pull it up. I don't know.
1: <laughs> anyway. um. So. Yeah, it was um it was hard to like really read it. I I struggled. It had nothing to do with, you know, the writing or anything other than I just felt like I was intruding and also going back in time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, weirdly enough, even though we haven't covered issue 12 yet, because we're going to cover it next, uh, next episode, um, they do put the annual in the complete collection after issue 12
1: well, and then it, it was supposed to be, but it, that's not how it got print. Like that's not the print. Yeah. Yeah. Situation.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. uh, and then they put, uh, continuity wise wizard one half came out or is takes place right after issue 13.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Between
0: 13 and 14. So which, which, which
1: is makes sense, but wizard one half like the wizard half issue kind of was on a different schedule to begin with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which will which which Kelly will explain with a recap.
2: And a I will.
1: All right. So. so we're gonna start with the annual. Um, and its published date was July twenty eighth, nineteen ninety-nine, newsstand date September nineteen ninety-nine um ron friends for story idea tom defalco writer pat Olaf for breakdown sal bishama finishes and christy Sheel for colors yeah so i think that's the colors. way you say it Let me make sure i say that right so anyway may we start off with may literally changing while she's running uh from rooftop to rooftop so she doesn't meet her famous heartthrob like her famous hot throb, but Miss Famous Heartthrob, Leonard Groot. <sighs> she had to kind of stay after class to talk to Mr. Slatery about her abysmal review of The Great Gatsby, which as someone... See, this thing just brought me, like, flashed me right back to 2004, even though this is from 1999. <laughs> um, I felt this
0: in my bones.
1: I, I also had a really horrible like I used to make all A's especially in English and the one C I got um, in high school was The Great Gatsby for no good reason
0: it, it, you know kids don't understand having the movie helps you know with Leo DiCaprio which no. is kind of appropriate for this issue
1: cause... Okay, but Leonardo you, The Great Gatsby did not have Leonardo DiCaprio when both of us were in high school no also no no, no, i read it i actually really enjoy f scott fitzgerald i i understood the situation of the project okay it was we were supposed to pick one song to make a class soundtrack based on the movie i make a c because i put in stone sours looking through the glass which i still think (laughs) is really good because it was great imagery about Gatsby looking across the way and seeing that green light and seeing Daisy and wanting something he can't have, and yet the girls from the yearbook team get an A for Britney Spears's sometimes.
0: Which is like the one frog. of her which, uh, okay, Stone Sour Britney Spears. Like, look, I'm I, I respect Britney Spears. I'm not like a I'm not like a mega fan, but if you're comparing the two, like oh.
1: The lyrics imagery
0: works so much better. You're
1: already going like I knew I knew talking about this was gonna go off the rails, but like I went (laughs) off the rails in my notes because it reminded me of just how like it just hit me, and I was like so um based on this, I already hate Mr. Uh, Slatery.
0: This is his first appearance, is it not?
1: I think uh no, I think he's actually. It's for it's the first time we see him, I think, but I don't okay. think it's the first time he's been mentioned.
2: Okay, that's um, right.
1: We'll have to go back because it's not like we're keeping track of when the teachers show up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we don't have
0: like an encyclopedic uh, um, Excel spreadsheet. First appearance of Mr. Slattery. Well, he was mentioned here, but his first appearance is. You know, listen, we could we could try we could try to do that and be like the Spider fan of MC two. And maybe we'll do that one day on Spidey Dude. But well, do, I mean, not. do
1: we do we want to like encroach on Frogoat's blog? Like, I don't want to do that.
0: See forever. if if you haven't if you haven't gone and seen Frogoat's blog, you just need to go because like it is a treasure trove of resources. Like it is fabulous, fabulous work. So Fro Frogoat, hi. We know we we know you hi. watch the show. So
1: yes, he's gonna be very confused. It's not like. This actually isn't too, I don't think it's that late for him right now. Maybe, I don't, uh, maybe, Let me... maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so back to the story. Sorry about my rant. I was robbed of my A. Um,
0: and <laughs> All right. I'm going to mute myself so, so that way, so that way Kelly <laughs> can get through this recap.
1: It, no, it's me. I'm not getting through this recap. Uh, but yeah, so we get to see heartthrob Leonard Groot, who should look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Not sure why he looks like Shaggy. But you know, there we go. So um, as as he's getting out uh, out on his walk, I guess to go to an onset location that fans have found, um, smoke starts to fill the air. And we see his former coworker and possibly more, um, Melissa Carsdale, who I wrote as wearing a really fantastic Rachel Summers does TRL in 1999, uh, shows up and tries to throw acid on her ex, fair. Um, as Spider-Girl comes in to save Leonard's face. Again, he looks like Shaggy. I, I mean, that's what you're into. Cool. But well, maybe he's Matthew Lillard. That's fine. Don't throw acid on Matthew Lillard.
2: <laughs> fair. Fair. Oh, it's fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, Melissa then calls Spider-Girl a bimbo, which, you know, not cool don't, don't do that kids. I I'm actually, I was like, no. Uh, but you know, she kind of goes into her bitter words, explaining how Leonard has a history of manipulating girls and, uh, using his media presence to his advantage as Mr. Sensitive to screw people over and get what he wants. So again, kind of understand where she's coming from. The guy sounds like a, like a dick. Like it's, it, it sucks. Um, and she calls him Lenny, so I'm gonna call him Lenny. Um, but Lenny We're on a first name basis now with, yeah, with Lenny. Yeah, we're we're on a first name basis. And all right, so all the broken promises he basically gave her to be stars together really broke her. Like this this is where like I start to deviate on like understanding Melissa is it doesn't sound like anything really horrific went on which, of course, this was an all-ages comic book, so I get not being able to go into that. But, uh, you know, if all he did was just break promises in Hollywood, of all places, it really shouldn't have ruined her career. Um, but she let it ruin her career. And uh, since it broke her spirit completely, she, you know, she's she's got to just completely... Get some face tattoos and start throwing acid on people.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that escalates quickly.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's really, it's really a lot. Um, but you know, I, I, I do feel bad for her. Like, I get it. Like, boys suck. Um,
2: but it's, so, sorry. Okay.
0: Boy, boys suck. I I no, no, I can't even be mad about that. So <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, so as May and Melissa get the fight away from the crowd, uh Melissa continues to tell us all about herself. Uh she goes by misery now. And she explains that she uses her victims' grief to break them, break them down mentally. She throws a smoke bomb that sets off Mayday's spider sense and May kind of feels like she needs to run, but she's like, no, I've got this. So she grits. She bears it. She knocks her out in one punch. But her spider sense is still tingling. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't quite know why. It just doesn't feel like, a, like the victory it should be. So she, you know, brings brings misery to the boys in blue, goes and changes, and meets back up with her friends and heads back to school. So, Davida, Courtney, and May are back on the school grounds as Mr. Slatery is on a war path for May to tell her that her essay was plagiarized. Again, so rude, Mr. Slatery. <laughs> it's true. Like. Where's your proof? Um, May is in complete shock by these outrageous accusations and is really feels really embarrassed that this happened in front of her friends and everywhere. Like this is just really uncalled for and it is. Um, so May slinks off to the gym for basketball practice, but coach Thompson knows all about what happened and suspended her from the team. So May then goes to the principal and gets told she's on academic probation pending a trial. This is really insane, especially for a high school student plagiarizing something.
0: It feels like...
1: But all right.
0: Every, You're enjoying every,
1: your soundboard, aren't you? Uh,
0: quite a bit, yes. <laughs> especially that sound. That sound is like my favorite sound of all time. I'm sorry.
1: It reminds me of the tip. Chip- the Japanese
0: chipmunk? <laughs> okay. uh, like the one that like like the one is yeah. like. Yeah. Re- okay, I understand that reference.
1: I mean, I, you did the face. All right. <laughs> I,
0: I, my, I got chubby. I got chipmunk cheeks, so it it works. Anyway, continue. So,
1: so for our audio-only <laughs> listeners, for that face alone, please, uh, please go find us on YouTube or Facebook for the video of that. Because you you might want it for for uh, memes later.
0: <laughs> Translation: <laughs> Kelly may may pull a screen cap of that. <clears throat> I, I,
1: I won't. Neil might.
0: Neil uh, will. Neil has a whole he has a whole memes folder. So there you go, Neil. Congratulations, buddy.
1: All right. We I what see what is it about us and Fridays where we're getting off track. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. It's a lot of fun though. It is. <laughs> so anyway, um, May heads home and as you can probably guess by now, her parents have also found out about the plagiarism and the parents. This is
2: the
0: Like I could understand in twenty twenty one this were traveling this fast, but like they had to like pick up the phone and call the parents. Like I don't know.
1: She did walk. Like she did walk. That's that true. That's hole. true. So
0: she didn't web sling. She walked.
1: Yeah, it looks like she walked. It doesn't look like she web slinged Oh, I can't there. talk today. Um, but yeah, so MJ and Peter grill into her about how serious this is, and May tries to get them to listen, you know, that something's going off with their spider sense and that this isn't really happening, and something is wrong when The Green Goblin comes busting in to the living room and is there on his own warpath. And this time he's a lot stronger and faster than May remembers. Pete goes in, uh, basically telling May she's not good enough. And somewhere during the scuffle, Normie normie hits mj and kills her with these finger zaps also kills pete by zapping him not sure what this goblin zap is all about but sparkle fingers
0: that escalate very quickly
1: okay sparkle fingers like it's it's just you know some things start adding up on not quite making sense sense in what's going on but as Normie gloats and May sees in shock and anger, wanting to kill the goblin for killing her parents, she freezes because she can't just desert her family like this. Pause in quiet reflection on future. I wish I had. I wish I had the past that we will deal with later
0: there um, <laughs> it feels like there should be like an editor's note right there in that pause but we'll, we'll get there later
1: uh, yeah um so you know she feels very much at fault because this was her responsibility if only she had never become spider girl but there's also a little line that says wait why does that sound so familiar why does that sound familiar Hmm. And uh, huh. But you know, this again, the world just doesn't feel re- real to May. She's kind of in a lot of grief. She's hurting, and over the next few days, you know, it's it's just a lot of pain versus a lot of hunting the goblin down by night to avenge her parents' death. Revenge dominates her thoughts. You know, at, at her parents' funeral, Normie even shows up again, killing Mr. Slatery. That's fair.
2: <laughs> uh, and, course,
1: almost instantly, he brings Phil down and kills Brad as May is realizing her spider sense just isn't acting right. She can't get a pinpoint on Normie. It feels like it's everywhere. And, you know, normally she can zero in on the goblin. So, May... Gets a good punch in as Normie kills Davita and Jimmy. Like this is a bloodbath. This is this is crazy. So uh, <laughs> May gets a good punch in on gobby as Phil is able to step up, egging on the punching. He is not dead, he is alive. Yay for Uncle Phil. And almost menacingly, he tells May to kill him. But as May's listening. Consumed by the grief, she can't bring herself to do this. Killing Normie wouldn't bring her parents back. This isn't right. This isn't what they would want. Again, editor's note on some days of future past. We will deal with later. (laughs) Um. hmm. Sorry, you to to read just this one issue. Right. Um. Anyway, (laughs) and uh. You know it it won't bring her parents back and her spider sense is still just going completely nuts like she's not able to zero in on anything it's not stopping there is no relief for this and something just isn't right so as phil continues to tell her she needs to kill the goblin but may knows that's not what her parents would want you know she just basically she knows to trust her instincts and listen to her spider sense she knows her eyes may not see something
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but her instincts are telling her what to do and through that she is able to punch what looks like the air seemingly right out of this incubation area that misery has put her in so it was all a dream and turns out misery had knocked me out using the knockout gas, put her in this chamber uh, that Misery paid a lot of money for, and basically was going to have her I'm not entirely sure, like I guess maybe hurt hurt herself, go into cardiac arrest from grief. I'm yeah. not 100% sure here, uh, but was definitely going to just kind of torment the crap out of out of spider Girl. And, anyway, since May did get out and Melissa really wasn't expecting that, Melissa tries to flee, uh, but May catches her, actually punches her out this time, and that's it for Misery, at least for right now. And uh, so, the next time, like, we cut to basically May finds out she's only really gone for an hour. And she tells her friends she's anxious to get home so she can hug her parents. And she's just very thankful that they are all right and all that ends well.
0: So if you're reading this issue, Ron friends pointed something out to us and I just noticed it. And I, I never noticed this before. Look for misery appearing in select backgrounds as hints of what Ah. is happening. Even the funeral. So I went back and looked at the okay. funeral scene, and sure enough, misery's in the background. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Like,
2: that
1: is cool. That's I... really cool. I can't that's... believe I missed that. Like after reading <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> after after reading this, I don't know how. Many, I mean, I've read this. I don't know how many times, and I've never. I never noticed that. So, yeah, that's
1: that's really cool. That is really cool. So I like that. Yeah. All right. So we'll of, I think we should probably break up at least this story because this was so long out of the rest of them. I really liked the story.
0: Yeah, me um, too.
1: I mean, I, I'm a little iffy on teen heartthrob uh, Leonard Groot, but that's about like my. <laughs> that's okay. Um, like it's just he
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got the vibes of like Leo Mania like I'm mentioning Leo DiCaprio oh, earlier.
1: The look.
0: But the but yeah, like um I mean, I had shaggy hair and, and a bit of a goatee when I was in school. Well, right after school. But like 2006, not 1999. So okay, I don't well,
1: know. So you're saying you had a mushroom bowl cut?
0: No, I didn't have the bowl cut. I had I just had shag I had shaggy hair. I yeah. No, I I didn't have the i mean i did when i was a kid my mother did that to me but we don't want to talk about past trauma with hair <laughs> my first haircut was a bowl cut it was bad
1: i mean i i watched the flintstones once and asked for the bam bam special oh there you go but i was three
0: i did that with gabby when she was a big ba- when she was like a toddler it was it was really cute but you know i just
1: wanted to be bam bam
0: <laughs> With the bone and everything. To,
1: that's Pebbles.
0: Oh, that's Pebbles. I wanted oh, to ba- be
1: the boy because he's oh. a feral child.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ba- I, for- I, I I confused Pebbles and Bam Bam. Well. Yeah. Well. I mean. I mean. You know. He. He. He smashed. He. Yeah. kind of was like a mini Hulk. You know. Bam Bam Smash. So.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. So. How do you feel about the story? You you uh, wrote one line, so just which was Leo Mania. Last no,
0: episode. I uh, so uh, gave me major Leo Mania vibes, which I'm sure was the point. Of course, I really enjoyed that they used the cover to make one think that something bad was happening. I thought that was very effective use. Huh. The Misery Chamber is very Mysterio like, but also gives me very much
1: well, mi- Miles. I mean, misery, misery is Mysterio.
0: Yeah, she's basically the like the Mysterio of the MC two, but like it, she that 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 Stasis tube gave me a lot of Clone Saga vibes, so I'm for it. Um, but I really liked how structured the story was. Like on the surface, it's a very very dark story, but and would fit in most like post Watchmen world of like grim and gritty tales that have been written, and especially like when you go back and read the what ifs. Around the time that Mayday's first appearance was happening, there was very much like super grimdark what ifs, mm-hmm. and so for me, having May overcome this utter tragedy, darkness, and still maintaining, trying to maintain her integrity, even though she gets to the very edge but never crosses that line, was really, um, really a compelling story, and I really enjoyed it. I I, I like the dichotomy. I also think, and I went back and looked. This is the first time we've seen Sal do breakdowns on Spider Girl, so um, that was cool. I w- it was nice to see Sal um, in this, doing, working with Pat, and uh, Pat's artwork is obviously phenomenal throughout, um, and just a, like I say, really compelling, really well told story that may have been two or three issues in the normal normal run, but was able to take advantage of the double sized format of, of the annual, so. That's kinda my thoughts on the on the main story.
1: Agreed. And then of course I just I like anything with I think the spider sense is probably my favorite superpower. Mm -hmm. So I just I enjoy any time that there's something with that.
0: Ron Friends wrote this story was a response to editors always wanting to kill Pete or MJ or both.
1: They never got (laughs) over that, did they?
0: No. (laughs) No, they never did. Oh, man. Somebody should have mailed Nick Lowe this book whenever Spider-Verse was being conceived. It might have saved some misery. Oh. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not playing the sad trombone. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to resist the urge. I
1: I wasn't going to ask you to do that, but all right.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: So uh, I'm going to put story two and three together since they kind of go together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's how Spider-Girl compares to Spider-Man, which rude, but fine. I get it. Um, apparently there was a lot of fan mail asking how May's powers compete with Peter's. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to go over like things that we learn here, which is uh, May started studying gymnastics before kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure bars were her favorite because they were my favorite because they have to totally be her favorite. They should but be. The bars are the, the ones you get to fly on, basically.
0: Yes. 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 They're very impressive during the Olympics. Like They like, are. doesn't matter if it's the men or the women. In both cases, it's like how do you do that <laughs> like it's it's speed. incredible
1: a lot of speed and leg muscles and we're gonna get into uh, a criticism i have in a little bit oh <laughs> um we learn may can't climb the walls as well as peter uh though we kind of learned that a little bit before she really has to concentrate mm-hmm. on it um and May's spider sense works different than Peter's. But at the moment, we don't quite get why. Um, yeah. May also can't lift 10 tons over her head like Peter can. But she could work up to it. Okay, I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, kind of uh, like uh, the, the spider girl from issue 100 could probably do eight or nine easily, I would think, because yeah. she's been doing it for so long. At that
1: point. Yeah. Well, I mean, in story, it's not that long.
0: Right. But there's a lot of things that
2: happen, so. (laughs) There are a
1: lot of things that happen. Um, Peter could also apparently leap higher because of his more powerful leg muscles. This this is my criticism here. Like, May is supposed to be the better athlete. Been doing gymnastics since she was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like.
0: They would be on par. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I get that. He
1: literally runs drills daily in practice and like this is supposed to be like <sighs> I guess like okay, you have it in front of you. All right. So is it yes. supposed to be a Peter at his peak or them when they're about the same age? <sighs> I
2: because would it's say really
1: isn't fair to compare her where she's right. starting off to when Peter's like at his peak.
0: I would say that this would be I would think that this is Peter at his peak. I would think. Because obviously MC MC two Peter, there would be a, a disadvantage because he's jumping on one leg, you know, but and there's no way with him jumping one legged, he would out I don't I don't think he would out jump May.
1: <laughs> no no no, no. It, I, it's not yeah. not him as an adult like I know that part like it's it's in the tight like it's there's a little blur yeah. up near the title
0: a dozen readers were right us each week asking about Mayday's spider powers and they're all curious about how a girl would measure up to her dad in his prime since we all believe in full disclosure and we're too cheap and lazy to mail the answers we proudly present so it is Peter in his prime versus May who is not quite in her prime yet yeah oh.
2: okay yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. But this is not, I'm just saying it's really unfair to compare them. Like it's very rude. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't had time, uh, to hone her skills.
0: Yes. This I is very like. much, this is very much year one of Mayday versus Peter yeah. in the prime. So yeah.
1: yeah. Um, all right. So after my hauling shenanigans here, um, Peter, they, uh, we we give Peter his raw stamina and pure brawn, so that's fine. He can we'll we'll give him that one, All right? Um, and you know we we learned that May has kind of been honing these pa- these skills and possibly her powers since she's been since she was born, and obviously we don't quite know what characteristics May might get or what might change as she gets older. Yeah. And then story three is just about her unique ability, since her web crawling works a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. She can not only cling to the wall, but she can also repel the wall or the surface that she needs to. Um, She needs to. And it's just a neat little... yeah it's two two pages two three pages
0: it's just a single page okay yeah yeah it's a single page story yeah
1: so yeah so i i like finding out about her powers it's fun i really enjoy it for like the world building and the story you know for further Mm -hmm. storytelling but i am (laughs) i'm just saying like where where are we saying peter's in his prime what early mid twenties and, and you're comparing a 15 year old girl. Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, but I, I, I get
1: ten years on her.
0: Yeah. He's got 10 years of experience. Definitely. Um, now, if you're doing 16 to 16, maybe a different story, but, but yeah, you're right.
1: That would have been, would have been fair. I'm just saying right. that. would have been fair.
0: In my notes on this one, the power comparison is really reminiscent of the ASM annual as yeah. well as if, if you've ever read the Untold Tales annual, um, they're both very similar in that vein where they go into Peter's powers and Peter's world, and it's kind of more about that world building. So this is very much a annual tradition.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: drum. Uh, I was trying to play drums. It was... But, oh,
1: no, I but, know. I'm just saying, it's like, why don't I have a button to like... like <laughs> I know. I, dad jokes? I, <laughs>
2: well it
1: was
0: like i said it was fun um I, for me i i yeah we'll talk about the diary thing because that, that's i think that's next, year, it is. Year it is next.
2: <laughs> yeah oh
0: boy this is where kelly's gonna potentially rant so kelly i'm
1: not no i'm not like it's it's not it's not that kind of it's not that kind of rant it's <laughs> i literally i got secondhand embarrassment like that's all that i can say um but basically we have this dear diary story and it's a little like part of may's diary for each issue that we've had so far so i mean most most of what we get we we learn it's just slightly cringy words um but what i wrote in my notes is like who doesn't have some kind of diary or uh, in my case a private blog or somewhere like Zynga <laughs> uh, like fake, <coughs> deviant or, art uh, yeah. yeah some kind of pro board something where you uh, you you, <laughs> you wrote you wrote your teenage feelings out. And if you saw it today boy mortified and that's literally what that made me feel like um so it's just it's kind of embarrassing and my example is you know calling yourself a rebel without a cause without irony at 15 just isn't going to age well to any adult (laughs) but i feel it in my soul (laughs) um so The secondhand embarrassment was really hard for me to reread here. But some highlights, uh, you know, she thinks she has a better bod, a better body than Stinger. Uh, I wish I had that self-confidence at her age. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, She does call Dark Devil a B-movie reject. I really appreciate that.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: Calling uh, the Dragon King, Fing Fing, Foom is a really good nod um may really knows her her new york villains yeah um she apparently says woohoo because of homer simpson and i don't know how i feel about that but you know (gasps) i'm sure it'd be on its 100th season by then too so there you go i've lost count i don't i mean i think it's still going on
0: it's 35 i think it's in season 35 i think they got like maybe in season and a half. And I think they they said they were going to finish it with like 37 or something like that. I don't remember maybe four. I, they're either on like 37, 40. It's it's, it's going to be a ridiculous amount of years. It's like, okay, well, done.
1: Uh, you know, to, to quote, uh, cause I was basically live tweeting um, my notes uh, the other day on Twitter about having to go through this. And someone on Twitter basically said, you know, she's, she's thirsty AF uh, for Franklin, which a little, yes little yeah little um and then uh we also learned that when she did go back in time uh she gave us a uh, really good pun about Johnny being a hottie <laughs> and uh i can't say i blamer if he, if he does look like chris evans i mean it's fair. yeah
2: yeah
1: um and then like I said, we get one one good insight on one more story. I don't want to go over it till we review it. Uh, but basically Dark Devil is is so dead and
0: <laughs> Yeah, that that's so yeah, definitely a tease for next next week.
1: So yeah, so that's I mean, that's basically reading her diary. Um,
0: diary is also the first indication of Mayday written by someone other than Tom DeFalco. Yep, so no that person.
1: is Yep. On text.
0: Yes, he like did I the text. I had to
1: remind you yesterday.
0: Yeah, for some... I was like, Bill who? And I... Oh, oh, it it wasn't Tom. Yeah. Oh, okay. They did a similar thing. They do a similar thing in a future issue, uh, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a future episode, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I, and I'm like,
0: oh, that makes much more sense when she it, pointed that out to me.
1: It's cute. So. It's just uh, got very much uh, secondhand embarrassment from it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I like, I really wouldn't want someone to go, like, 15 years into my past and go read that or read. <laughs> Now I think what's 23?
0: I don't want to say how many years it's for me. I think it's, like, 20. Because 20,
1: oh. it's 22 since this annual, basic. Or almost 22 since this annual. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's been 18 years since, almost, since me, so for me it'll have been 18 years yeah this
1: for year. 15 yeah so
0: god i feel old
1: yeah but like just think about it i just like seriously like just think about if someone found your diary at 15 what i oh, would I'd be i
0: I'd, I'd be mortified yeah mortified
1: so, i just uh so yeah so i mean i knew it was in there it's just i didn't realize that it, I think it was just simple plan coming on. Right, as I was...
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> took,
1: took me back and made me feel really in, like I, I was intruding on something. Um, so then we get a really good teaser image for the next few issues. Wonderful art by Ron friends and Sal Buscema of spider girl showing a next what's what and a bonus preview of wild thing. Number one. Yay. Yeah, uh, we'll say like she doesn't. When we go, uh, when we read the Wizard Half issue, there's like a total 180 in, in attitude from this <laughs> uh, preview.
0: Yes, it yes. So uh, now I I, I do want to make a comment. If you're reading this in the uh, in the trade, oh, they did okay. they did eliminate the. It goes straight to, um. Goes from the diary to the pre- to the preview by Pat of the next few issues, then the next preview, and then what's the buzz? And then after what's the buzz, they go to the game. So they okay, eliminated they, they the. Included,
1: they included buzzes, preview, but they erased Wild Thing. Yes. Someone's listening to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. so
0: it is a bit of a different read if you're reading it in the complete collection volume 1 which is available on Amazon I don't, I, I don't
1: hate her in this like I don't hate her in the story Yeah. so yeah. I it's just it's the attitude difference is a bit of a shock and I, I think that that was part of why like she wasn't she was never my favorite because depending on what's going on her her personality is all over the place basically. Um, So this was written by Larry Hama, Ron Lim on pencils, and uh, Al Williamson as Inker. So basically we see Rena get bullied by a very cruel person named Cameron who shoves the locker door into Rena so hard that Rena cuts her forehead in the scuffle. Uh, Cameron's buddy Colin has some heart and offers to help Rena but finds that Rena's cut is completely healed. Uh, Rena shrugs it off, just says she's a fast healer. And Cameron, uh, Rena shrugs it off, says she's a fast healer, and mentions her father. Rena then admits that she's inappropriately, and I'm pretty sure in some places this is probably illegal, looked at student records and saw that Rena's mom is an immigrant. So Cameron's one of those people. And her dad doesn't have a job. Again, Cameron's <laughs> one of those people, and um, Rena now suddenly has the patience of a saint, which we've never seen at all no. uh, since we've we've known her, and shrugs it off as they leave. Um, Rena then hears a scream outside and finds Cameron being kidnapped, and that is our preview for Wild Thing. So we also got a preview of the Fantastic Five, which that wasn't in the trade either.
0: Nope. Fantastic five. So they they have the digest available, but yes, yeah. The Fantastic Five and Um uh, Wild Thing were not in the in the trade.
2: So yeah.
1: So uh Tom DeFalco, Paul Ryan and Al Milgram. Um, so we see Johnny calling the FF in the sky as Lijah Lyra Lija.
0: I always said Lijah.
1: I've never like known how to fully pronounce her name. So hopefully it's Lija.
0: Ron, if, if you can tell us in the comments, we'll 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 take the we'll take the help.
1: This is what happens when kids read on their own for years and years and years and don't ask for help.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, <laughs> and so uh, anyway, she's Johnny's wife and she's at the car dealership wanting to surprise Johnny with a new sports car before giving the salesman a fright of his life by changing right in front of him to go off to save the day. Then we see um we see Franklin leave band practice and poor Ben was just trying to get some spa time. I mean, it's it's self-care. He was having a me day and stuff just happens. So he gets up from his facial and and leaves uh because he's he sees the signal and next we go to the science center of the ESU and see. And, uh, from the ESU and I wrote, it looks like Herbie and Blinky, the robot from *Lost in space, love child with a brain inside of it, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) giving a lecture. Um, and turns out that this mach- this like horrific body horror uh, of a machine is Dr. Richards, is Reed Richards. Uh, so he gets told that he has this call and he literally just like straight up hovers out the lecture center and everyone talks about like how, like how lucky he is to be alive. Um, I'm sure that that had to have traumas- traumatized somebody just seeing, like, a brain encased in glass just, like, hover towards you. Yeah. But, you know, there there was that. And then that is the preview for the Fantastic Five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: I mean, like, it. the look is cool. It's just, it's the brain inside that gets me. But yeah, I yeah. just watch episode eight of WandaVision, so I'm a little bit traumatized from some scenes I will not get into because Zach has not watched it yet. I'm not trying yeah. to spoil anything,
2: exactly.
1: Um, but there's some gore moments for me. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, yeah. That I I did hear that there was some some gruesomeness uh, via the, via non-spoiler facebooks
1: it's not I, it's not the way you think but it does actually kind of allude to uh allude to some robotics
2: oh oh
1: it, it's stuff that were it is stuff that was in previews but it's just trying not to spoil things
2: <laughs> she's trying, trying really not, hard guys <laughs>
1: really trying um anyway So, yeah, so that is that preview. And now we get a buzz preview. Uh, I even wrote in my notes another story, help I've lost count. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) because there's a lot. lot.
1: Like it was, it was well worth your money. I'm very sad that now we'll get some annuals, you know, randomly here and there. And they're like 10 bucks, but not a whole lot of story. Here we get a lot of story. Yes. So, what's the buzz? So this is in the the trade. So, what's the buzz? So Tom DeFalco and Ron prince on script, plot, pencils, Subshama on finished art, Bob Sharon on colors. And it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, that is a direct quote from there. So, rest in peace, Mr. Rogers. Aww. When I know. Uh when some not so friendly gunfire rips through the neighborhood at a bank it looks like jj brad may courtney and jimmy are all across the street as it happens so everyone runs for cover including may who is looking for a very secluded spot um the robbers hear a sound but it's not our our normal hero it's this mechanical fly named buzz
0: it's the love child of the human fly and yellow jacket
1: yeah so, um, anyway, who is the Buzz? So he manages to grab the robbers in his flypaper stuff, gross, and leaves them right as Spider Girl gets to the scene. But who is this guy? Yeah. Find out.
0: Who is the mysterious Buzz? Don't miss the Buzz. <laughs> More dad jokes. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Not even
1: a dad joke. That's just cringy 90s. Like
0: it fits. It's nineteen
1: ninety nine. It does, <laughs> okay. but I'm banning you from buying surge when we read that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I gotta quiet. go to the so convenience store. The
1: baby bottle So don't
0: fine. I will I will ref- I will refrain. So we get to the we get to the last story of the issue.
1: Yeah, the last story. The game. So Tom DeFalco writer, Paul Ryan on pencils. Breeding is inking, mm-hmm. and May has a nightmare involving some bike shorts that I truly do envy, and may or may not have already found.
2: Yay! <laughs>
1: so we will see. We'll see if they come in. They're four men, but we'll we'll figure that out. Um, so. She's playing a game of one-on-five with no other than the Dragon King, Crazy Eight, Mr. Nobody, Spiral, and the Green Goblin. This does not feel fair. Um, no. So, Macy's Coach Thompson on the sidelines with Courtney, Devita, Brad, Moose, Jimmy, and Phil cheering her on. Phil even coining our podcast, Make Mine May Day. That's where I saw it.
0: The first time I was I literally put that in my notes. That was the, the first time that we heard the phrase make I, my mayday.
1: I should have sent you the screenshot because I posted it somewhere. But yes, so Phil Phil has coined this podcast, Make Mine Mayday. And May's dear old dad is reffing the game and the rules are just one basket to win. So May goes to get that basket, you know. By any means necessary. So she gets the better of them and knocks the ball out of Hack and Mutter's hands, which honestly is a part of the gameplay. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone's ever played basketball with a bunch of high school girls before, but. Um, They're vicious. I, uh, when I played before, I busted my knee uh i i used to get told a lot i get fouled out a lot and got told that this isn't football but i'm 5'4 and everyone else was a lot taller than me <laughs>
2: so
1: you gotta you, you kind of gotta get scrappy there so and i digress like at least i never broke my nose i know someone that like would trip other girls on purpose to get the ball and they would break girl They'd break noses constantly. They weren't on my team. They were another team. Yeah. But still. Nice. Um Girls are vicious. So anyway, um, Pete comes in to foul May out. Still don't think it was a foul. But,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Telling May she can't cheat. But didn't we just learn that there really weren't any rules? That's uh, how
0: you can tell this is a dream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so when normie so anyway we kind of get the spill that she has to she has to play by her like her set of rules when normie is actually flying without his hoverboard cheaters the lot of them and uh (laughs) you know may kind of is like how am like she's very lost at how she's supposed to win this but she's not a quitter And she manages to work out a way to win using her powers to make her dad proud. And she turns this almost nightmare into a very happy dream. And then we get a lovely splash page with what looks like um, an autograph from May herself, which says, seize the day and always hang loose. And she hearts her eyes.
0: Well, as you would do.
1: As as you would do at that age and maybe still I'm not showing anyone my driver's license. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: so, uh just to acknowledge a couple people. Hi Soflo.
1: Hey. Hello Sarah. Hi.
0: Who I'm assuming is on break. So
1: So yeah, that was a lot. There was a lot in uh, in that annual. You definitely got your money's worth. I I don't I liked it. I mean Yeah. I don't think that there's any like negative stories. I obviously do have a gripe about comparing the strength of a 15-year-old girl to like a 24-year-old man.
0: So I just looked it up. You you paid four bucks and you definitely got four bucks worth. Wow. You got giant size, what you're paying for a normal comic now.
1: So, okay, no, That's this what, comic would be about 10 bucks, maybe 12. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: 99 easily in today's dollars. Inflation. Oh yay. <laughs> <Look
2: at this.
0: laughs> the, 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 the big sad. The why big always, sad.
2: Like, why
1: do we make ourselves like sound so old? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> But no, I like like this annual. It's a really good annual. I love the backups. Uh, The game's actually been reprinted, will be reprinted several times during the rest of this run. Uh, I think at least twice more. Um, I know issue 100 is in issue 100. So um, the game story is definitely one that will be revisited. Um, And it's the only time Paul Ryan, other than I think the guest appearance in Fantastic Five, would draw Spider-Girl. So okay I think um so that's one of only two times he ever drew mayday and then he never and he didn't he didn't draw her in costume here he drew her in costume on the fantastic five issue so definitely uh, uh a fun little factoid of uh of marvel lore nc2 lore there but yeah no i enjoyed it quite a bit very very good issue uh the, the two previews, I, I don't have much to say because obviously we'll talk about that more when we get to those episodes. The Buzz uh, two-pager was great. Um, gives, you, gives you kind of an allure of mystery. I've always really liked the design of the Buzz. Um, and also, seeing Ron drawing stuff in a Spider-Girl comic is always going to be a win. So, you know, you get Pat, you get Ron, you get, Ron, uh, you get Paul Ryan. So... Uh, a lot of good a lot of good in this issue. so I, I really highly enjoyable. So with that, I guess we'll move, we'll jump over to the half the, the wizard one half issue.
1: Yes, the one that everyone, if you ever read this only through Marvel Unlimited, um, it shows up first. And I really really would suggest not having the story show up first.
0: Yeah, in the trade paperback, like I say, it, it shows up between issues 13 and 14, so.
1: Which, yeah, which would make sense, I Yeah. Think. So, yeah, so this was re- you wrote in that it was reprinted in the Volume 4 Digest, and obviously it's an incomplete collection, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said it published around July 28th, 1999 uh, from The Wizard 97. Yes. I meant to pull out that wizard, and I did not um <laughs> it's I'm not uh, yeah. it right now uh while we're recording but, right um,
0: now i got that date from uh dave's amazing comics the, okay. the site that publishes all the yeah, release dates and stuff
1: i can't re- like i remember getting it in 1999 i just can't it, pro- it probably would have been august because it was a mail-in so obviously you had to mail it in Mm-hmm. You also, you know, had to, as a kid, convince your parents to buy this. Uh, what was it? About five dollars? Because it was expensive back then. They day. were
0: not like, cheap. No, those magazines were five, not cheap.
1: Five, six dollar magazine just so you could get basically the mail the mail in card. <laughs> I remember telling. I do distinctly remember the argument was, "Hey, mom, I need this mail in card." Yeah. Can we get this for the mailing card And she's like no we're not doing that i'm like but i need the mailing card so can i just take the mailing card and she's like no that's stealing and i'm like okay but like how do i how else do i get this mailing card um please explain this i am eight
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um,
1: yeah i I think my dad had to buy it i think because my dad's Love my dad. Uh, he's the only one that does not fully pay attention to price tags, and then, <laughs> you, later, and then you get yelled at later. <laughs> but in the moment, yeah. you know,
0: truth. Yeah. Very much. Oh. So. So yeah. So what's so, so what's the background on on Wizard there, Kelly? For yeah, those that don't know.
1: Background. So yeah, for the people who don't know, the background on Wizard Entertainment Magazine. Uh, it was a magazine about comic books basically published monthly in the United States from July, 1991 until January, 2011. It normally would include a price guide as well as comic book, movie, anime, collector news, interviews, and previews. Wizard began the practice of producing specialty offered wish wizard one half issues and zero issues. These Mm -hmm. were special issues in ongoing major comic book series, which featured in continuity stories that supplemented the regular series published series Um, these issues were numbered one half is not to disrupt the series ongoing numbering system Uh, and wizard would also include this is where the zeros come in those were apparently free impact issues Mm -hmm. and they were usually labeled wizard zero uh so wild thing also got one too yes as i have dot 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 for some reason i I feel bad about playing up my hatred for one thing. <laughs> um, it's now, it's now
0: canon in the, in the, now, in the lore
1: of, my lore of Make Mine Mayday. It's now canon the lore of Make Mine Mayday, but it's, it's all in good fun at this point, as much as I, I, she is my least favorite. If I had, if I had to, to choose someone, uh, like if it was survivor and I had to choose someone off the island, it would be, it would be Rena. <laughs> um, but yeah so this is a mail-in issue and as I stated um, I know I never had a subscription for it but I uh, definitely saw it on the newsstands back when uh, grocery stores would have actual newsstands that weren't just tabloid fodder uh, so they'd actually have comic books and this is back in the day of things like Mad uh, Mad magazine or Yeah. Um Archie. I was a yeah, Archie. Although you can still find Archie.
2: That's like true. You can still digest- find Archie then. Yeah. A little digest- um,
1: yeah. Um, my brain keeps going to J14, but I actually looked that up yesterday from the diary stuff. Uh yeah. J14 is the celebrity magazine of choice for a early 2000s kid. When you needed to hear all about that juicy gossip of like what Hillary Duff shampoos her hair with. Um, and that apparently is still alive. Oh. Like in print.
0: Nice. That Random. Random. So. so
1: apparently you can still get J-14 out there, but no, no more wizard. No more uh, Nintendo. Nintendo had a magazine.
0: Yeah, Nintendo a magazine. Yeah, Game Informer. That was another magazine. I, I used to see these a lot at, uh, at, uh, at Hastings.
1: You still get Game Informer digitally?
0: Yes. Yeah, they went all digital. That's right. Yeah.
1: So, so, and technically, I think almost anything that would be featured in a wizard magazine is now pretty much everywhere online
0: CBR, comicbook.com, those, those, yeah.
1: Yeah. So. lovely
0: lovely websites so yep all right so yeah.
1: so let's go ahead and get into this um i see you have put edits in here because i see your highlights all right yeah <laughs> me up more
0: sorry right. <laughs> i was just answering your question
1: oh yeah where i say need to look okay thank you thank you for answering yes me. all right yeah, that's what so. that was. Like I said, we have Tom, Nefalka and Ron Friends on script, plot, and pencils. Um, Sal Buscema on finished art. And let's see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this, I say, like, I wanted to say that this was where we kind of get the first inkling of who wins. But Mm -hmm. it looks like this was announced on the cover date uh, July books. So issues 10 of series three, something we didn't really go over when we. Yeah,
0: yeah, they were. It was announced in. Yeah, it was announced in the letters pages of the of issue 10 of the of the all all three series. We're
1: really bad fans and we did not review the the letters sections. I'm sorry, guys.
0: We might do that in a future episode where we go through like the letters pages and have fun with it. Oh no! So. <laughs> Especially when you get to some dweeb named Zach Spidey Dude Joiner yeah, writing, yeah, writing, uh, writing some letters that
1: See, my yeah. Mom didn't allow me to. She had to look over all my letters.
2: <laughs> 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 nice. Um,
1: so anyway, so yeah, so but we we do later on also get the Buzz and Dark Devil through these. Um, mini series and mm-hmm. also through this we get a little emblem that says the stunning spider girl yes we do I don't think that that's the first time that's not the last time we see it but I think that that's the first time we see that little emblem yeah and is. I think
0: they may have altered it at one point saying the stunsational spider girl like sensational stunning
1: no no.
0: I, I remember seeing that maybe on the message no. board
1: I swear do you know <laughs> I would remember that. No,
0: I think it may have been on the message board, so that that may be worse.
1: Okay, someone edited it, but yeah, the stunning Spider Girl. Mm. Um, and it needs to be on a pin. So there's merch ideas, um, for Marvel. So (laughs) we start where May sees Heather, all up on Jimmy, like really all up on him, and it's really wild and it i mean it looks wild it looks like what is heather doing so talk about star-crossed lovers there so devita courtney and may are all whispering about it and wondering what heather's true intentions are may isn't really sure what to think or do because she's worried for her friend and of course i have to remind everybody you know he's been quite uh egotistical maniac (laughs) um lately after after getting the one good punch on moose and not taking the hint about may not being interested but you know it's it's still jimmy is still may's friend so she's still worried about him and may's school day passes without incident and she heads to the police lab where her father peter parker works as May gets to the door, two cops are leaving, and they set off her spider sense, and that's that's a little weird. So May listens to her intuition and starts to track them down. They walk down an alley because, of course, they do. When May gets a sense that something dangerous is above them, she ducks behind a dumpster and changes. While Wild Thing comes jumping down towards the suspicious cop characters, um, and I my. My little notes here is like this is honestly the only time she's not annoying to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she uses the phrase claw city. So that really should set like explain how low this bar is set. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: she just she doesn't sound like 90s rogue here for the first time. So I'm I'm happy. Like she sounds like her own character. Um so May comes in to defend the cops, though so she's kind of confused because she thought Wild Thing was one of the good guys. So why is she attacking some cops? Um, and it's like I don't know, May. Why are why are you following them? Why aren't you trusting your spider sense? We just went over this, like
0: <laughs> literally last last literally. Little...
1: yeah. <laughs> but um, kawamp is a really great sound that was written there and may starts to realize she jumped into clichesville and was fighting without understanding the whole situation uh obviously though this is how Rena says hi so (laughs) fighting (laughs) continues and uh i take offense i personally take offense to the 60s comment um yeah wild thing needs to look in the mirror before she starts judging others um, also, Pogs were never cool. Just, I'm throwing that out there. Oh, man. Take, Pogs were never cool.
0: Shots fired.
1: Shots fired. Um, they continue fighting, and Rena asks about May's parents because, again, this is how Rena says hi. <laughs>
2: right.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so. May doesn't tell her anything. Rena destroys a wall. May goes toppling down with it, but she creates a web cocoon, thinking quickly, and surprises Wild Thing by busting out of it and giving a giving her a really good punch to the face. Wild Thing goes flying. Spider Girl turns to the cops, who are really Saberclaw and Enthralla. My my comments, you know. Sh- Someone should have really trusted their spider sense, which is a quote in there, and I'm just yep. uh, in all caps. You think? Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna <laughs> yell it, but you know that's my my feelings there. Um, so <laughs> obviously, May beats herself up about being the amazing jerk girl, and in her fighting, gets scratched by Saberclaw and goes down. While Thing's able to get back back to some sense and uh, comes in to stop Saberclaw from hitting me again. Side note, we should really tell Rena that the va- variant comic line doesn't work anymore. Oh, oh the variant covers. So
2: the, the value of the covers, variant covers. Yeah, the
1: value yeah. of the variant covers doesn't really work anymore because there there are some pricey covers nowadays. Like...
0: No kidding.
1: Oh, boy. So, yeah. So, anyway, Rena finally explains herself like an adult. I'm so proud. Uh, she heard Enthrala was going to spring her buddy from jail after the events of A-Next-12 and came to stop them. After some more banter, the girls double punch Saberclaw and knock him out. Sadly, Enthrala is woken up. Wait.
0: Looks up. She looks, looks
1: up. up. Okay, there we go. Yeah. I was like, woke up. Yeah, so Enthrall looks up because she feels somebody in her head and just gives up, basically, because the Fantastic Five have shown up in the nick of time to save the girls. Uh, but the girls really didn't need saving. So suddenly the Fantastic Five are there, and it's turned into a media event. Rena is fangirling all over franklin and going through her normal like these are my parents who are your parents your parents are cool you know
0: my parents are cool except they were murderous assassins it's fine
1: it's fine um <laughs> and uh it, it really bugs may about her flirting with psy and normally i would say something about the hussy line but get i'm giving i'm giving that one to May. Um. <laughs> I have a clear bias here just. Don't don't always agree about it being over a boy. Uh, yeah. so but you know, that's fine. It's it's cool. So May remember May remembers Jimmy's situation and next time she sees him when she comes back to class, she can see that he's pretty broken up and and beat down about it. So she kind of figures out what's going on there. She goes to comfort her friend and remind him it's not his fault for not seeing through Heather's true intentions. Uh Mm -hmm. though appearances can be deceiving.
0: And trust her, she knows.
1: She does know. And yeah, so and that is the wizard half issue.
0: Yeah, it what in for me I never got the wizard half issues. So I never I didn't read it until I got the trades. Um, So I really Really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed reading it in this format as opposed to the trade format more when we got it in the complete collection. Um, great artwork. Very dynamic. You can definitely tell the difference between a Sal Buscema finished art and a Bill Kevich finished art because uh, this is the first time we'd seen Ron draw Spider-Girl since, since the what F-105. Um, and so really, really dynamic. I like... Uh, Boy, howdy, is this foreshadowing for the for the two of them later. So um
1: uh, Jimmy and Heather.
0: Yeah, Jimmy and Heather uh, really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed um that side, side plot. And I enjoyed that Raina actually behaves like a rational, normal human being. So that was
1: how oh, rational for her.
0: Yeah, the, the, the bar is very. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, overall really enjoyed the issue. Great dynamic artwork very simple 20 or 16, 17 page story. Yeah. Um, not, not quite a full issue worth of story, but, but definitely worth uh, checking out, especially if you're doing it in this complete collection, which is again, available on Amazon at uh, a low cover price. So you can get it a great, really great deal.
2: Yep. So
0: uh, yeah, definitely, definitely enjoyed that. And that's, that's kind of my thoughts on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I love this issue for sentimental reasons, just because, you know, I didn't get it in the comic book store. I remember how hard I, you know, every week at the grocery store begging and pleading until I could get the comic book, not the, com- but the magazine to get the mail in for the comic book and all, all of that kind of hassle that that entails. Cause that's also something that, you know, just doesn't happen anymore either you know nowadays if you wanted a if you wanted something special you'd go online this is kind of just before any of that happened and so it, it's a very special weird memory of the late 90s of mail-ins but um i i liked it it's a good little story um it's a really good story to like hand to a kid that you might want to like figure out if they might like other things in the MC 2
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a great gateway comic. It's definitely written as a, just a kind of a generic story, but it's done in a way that like the classic DeFalco friend style, where it's everybody's, everybody's issues is somebody's first. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I saw that you, in your notes that you talked about like the little subtleties, like the Parker label on the backpack and.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I was like, Oh yeah. 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 I Who, do have whose my... cat yeah. is that? I Ron? I have a rant about the cat that's drawn in uh it's a photo of a cat drawn in May's locker. And I just need to know whose cat. Cause the Parkers don't have a pet. So yeah. <laughs> um But there's also like a photo of Franklin in, in her locker. Maybe it's... wait. Does Franklin have a cat? Does, I, uh...
0: I don't think I mean, so. Is that weird? I bet. I bet that's Ron. One of Ron's cats. Okay. I- I- I'm just gonna. I'm just. That's in my head canon. It's one of Ron's cats that he decided to draw in there. Because cat.
1: Cat. Hey, look. I like cats. Like, th- th- there's a lot of. I literally wrote because I need answers because cat. Um. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So like I said, the the art is great. Other than there's a lot of color choices in later issues that kind of get settled. Uh, they're not quite settled here. Like the backpack is green with the Parker stitching yeah. on. It's one of the reasons why I, you know, faked the look of like ripping off those um, those iron-on patches on my cosplay bag. Yeah. Because you know that that was a part of a lot, depending on which story, you know, it was there. Uh, I May has brown eyes in this issue and you know this is kind of where we start going we're like one issue they're green one issue they're blue one issue they're brown um and it kind of you know everything has to start to settle a little bit because we also see may's hair get lighter uh because it looks really black a lot of times and it gets a little you know kind of mellows out into the the brown we know and stuff like that. It's it's uh, you know it's it's interesting, I guess, to kind of see the different like you notice the differences mm. when you go back to it.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I, I would say that that I, I agree with that. And you know, like I say, you're you're getting through that first year, and they're they're still trying to figure things out. So
2: yeah,
0: uh, that kind of leads me into now, the
1: now it's on you sir yes
0: so, so so this is this is where i get to monologue for a minute um all right so when we we'll kind of look back at year one of mc2 it's it's a successful endeavor i think they definitely were able to do the 12 issues that there wasn't an early cancellation especially in this era where things were kind of very unsettled at marvel they're trying to throw anything and everything at the wall and see what sticks I mean, this is also during the era of the reboot of the Mackie burn reboot. So during this, during this year, so it's definitely a a big success of having all three titles. Um, Spider girl felt like your classic Spidey stories, you know, in kind of their individual stories. We had the one, two parter at the, towards the end of the year. Uh, And, it's kind of similarly structured with a next you have you know individual stories a bigger larger meta arc in the final half of year one with a next with that big two-parter in 10 and 11 um, as well with j2 it's not quite similarly structured it's very much a one and done type of series very much the lighter more comedic yeah. Uh, series of the three. The the Anex is very much that big bombastic.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you also, too, when you look at it as a whole, you needed J2 with annex.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Especially. You,
1: you needed yeah. the, the balance that it gave.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's very like Anex is a very heavy, especially in the second half, as a very heavy, bombastic, big, epic, you know, end of the world type storytelling that's done very well. And so in that, all that being said, you have that, that balance between the two and in, in, in the case of a next and J two, the mysteries of what happened to juggernaut, what happened to the original Avengers, they get told in a very complete manner, you know? um, (laughs) So Ron answered our question about timing wise. It could have been my mind slash Kevin Masterson's cat roommate, Alex in May's locker, or just a particularly cute cat portrait. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, okay.
1: listen, no, like I think, you know, Chris, Chris is listening to us. Uh, he's Oracle fish on YouTube. I, as he wrote cat pictures and lockers were cool before the internet became available. Uh, yes. I know. I know he appreciates Cat facts. In universe, cat. cat facts.
0: Yeah, listen. I am. I'm not a. I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog guy. I'm a dog dude. But See, I. I, I,
1: don't, I don't like that. Like no. Like you can love all
2: animals.
0: I. I. I d- me. Me and cats don't always get along for some reason. I don't know why. So like they don't get along with me. I don't really care. But like, it's just how the how it works. But I love cat memes. So. You know, the internet's yeah, for cats. That's that's
1: all. I I had a cat, uh, Smokey. So through most of my original reading of this, we had a cat named Smokey. Mm. Uh, and uh, what was he? Like 15, 16 before yeah. he passed. Just big old fat black cat that could open doors and could learn how to ring a doorbell. And uh, would when my mom called us for dinner, would sit in my brother's chair. <laughs> get very upset because he figured that that was his chair and right
2: yeah. so they're, they're,
1: you know cats, cats are smart cats are awesome they just yeah. they do their own thing
0: yeah or dogs gotta, dog, dogs do their own thing. yeah cats do their own thing dogs you gotta kind of like shepherd them you know and kind of lead them to, to everything so you know cats are very very independent so like I say I've never owned a cat so I I can't can't comment myself but uh, apparently according to oracle fish he says dog dog people are just cat people who haven't realized it yet so just to finish just to finish out uh, mc2 year one we got 36 issues of great action across the entire line spider girl would continue obviously into year two and then we would get fantastic five as well as uh a wild thing for for five issues. Now, when we get to issue 17, obviously that is a kind of a landmark issue because that was the first time spider girl would be canceled. I'm using air quotes. So we will definitely talk about that in a future episode, but I did want to read a bit of feedback because we got some feedback.
1: Feedback. Um, We also have comments that are important and goes back to our cat quit.
0: Uh, nobody uh, ron friend says nobody owns a cat the cat owns you yeah. so <laughs> all right so Actually,
2: they
1: think you're they think you're a part of their cat tribe thing they think yes. you're a dumb cat at least according Exa- to a couple of science uh, scientific studies
0: i haven't gotten in i've gotten into dog tiktok but i haven't gotten to cat tiktok yet so that that would be interesting to go watch cat tiktoks so but yes uh feel free if you got any got any uh questions put them in the comments we'll read them after i read this letter that we got from our good friend vinkman who unfortunately couldn't be on the live stream today but he decided to write us a letter to make my mayday at gmail.com so he says hello 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 which is what he does every single live stream (laughs) he he says hey there kelly and zach sorry i won't be able to play with you this week, but I'm going to be stuck at work when the next episode of Make My Mayday is scheduled to be recorded. I know it can't be helped because reasons. Hopefully things will line up better next week and I'll be back at its regular time. Despite that, I'm confident that you will put out a quality episode and I'll be watching the playback as soon as possible. Speaking of which, I'm excited at the prospect of Make My Mayday being a new Friday night jam. For years, my Friday night ritual was coming home from work, making myself dinner, listening to the latest episode of the Fantasticast while reading along with the issues they were covering. Fortunately, in December, 2019, the hosts of the fantastic cast, Stephen and Andy decided to end the show after almost eight years. And I was heartbroken. Vinkman was heartbroken. Since then Fridays have felt kind of empty to me. And there's been other podcasts and live streams that I've watched and heard, but nothing that's really come close to filling that gap. That is until make my mayday came around. Now I have a new show that I look forward to each and each and every week. And I couldn't be happier. Thank you again for making Friday nights fun again. So until we see Normie belting out "Be Prepared" at a karaoke bar, make my mayday. Sincerely, your pal Vinkman. And I'm going to acknowledge something with Vinkman. Yeah. Because we are going to, and I've got it. I happen to have it like right here. We got a mystery box from Vinkman. I don't know what's in the box.
1: We're not opening them until Today. next episode. Yes. We promised. Vinkman yes, we're not. That we'd we're wait. Not, Because I also
0: have a box. Yeah, I'm just showing it for the audience, and if you're audio listener, you'll have to come back and and check it out. Because we're going to open those next week. Yes. Um, So that's that's the thing. So we'll take your comments, questions.
1: Very kind to us. We have very uh, kind listeners and friends. I don't want to call them like fans because they're our friends. We talk. They're our friends. Yeah. I I, I really appreciate it.
0: He, he's like, Hey, I know you're feeling like last week I was feeling sick. And he goes, Hey, you know, I'm sending this to you to, you know, and I'm like, and then he sent one to Kelly. So we're going to definitely open those next week, uh, yeah. live on the show. So that's, yeah. that's something that's happening.
2: Um,
1: I so, do want to pop up. Did, when I was talking about the wizard half issue, did you bring up Fiddy's comment about, uh, Franklin about how like, there's a bunch of people that apparently just go stock the fantastic five with how much they love franklin <laughs> posters
0: yeah um
1: i want to know how they did that in 1999 because it's real easy to do that with uh like nowadays you know on yeah. social media but was there like a legitimate like
0: i think there was like a team My thought is, is there's like a, like, you know, you had Teen Vogue, right? With all the, like the Hollywood celebs, like there would be like a superhero Teen Vogue Vogue That's
1: J-14. You're thinking of J-14 with all the posters. Yes. You're, So you're thinking of that trash magazine that I (laughs) may or may not have put, like every single just poster I think was like for a full two years were up on my wall Mm. and. Classmates would give me their older sisters when they'd go off to college.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like I say, we'll, we'll take everybody's final questions and then kind of tease next episode and then yeah. mosey on out of here. So, oh,
1: I did write my tease. So, I, I did. So, go
0: yeah. <laughs> All I'm going to say is there's a man called Kane coming.
1: Get spoilers
0: it's on the covers
1: spoiler spoilers there's,
0: there, there's a big giant mystery man of mystery that was a mystery man of mystery in the 90s
1: thank you yeah
0: and that's and, that, and, that, that.
1: Uh, yeah and um he has really cool hair
0: <laughs> definitely so uh we'll take any any and you know, all final questions and the, if there's any more comments uh, fit says i think it's also a nice piece of world building it makes you wonder what could have happened that made franklin so popular it's because he's just a young dude that's been in the spotlight his entire life i think is my is my head cannon. so
1: i mean i assume that he is the real uh, leonardo DiCaprio.
0: there you go and we'll definitely that'd be something we'll definitely talk about when we get to fantastic yeah. five so uh, you know i think it's we're at a good spot to kind of end the episode there.
1: Yeah, I think so. So thank you guys for hanging out with us so early. Um, We will be back at our normal ish time next Friday. Yeah. You know, uh, pending any uh, major disaster. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So
0: be sure to follow us on the socials. We'll be posting those times and stuff like that. Places like, I don't know. Facebook and and Twitter as well as well as Instagram. So check us out on those at Spidey Dude Network on Instagram and Facebook at Spidey Dude Radio on uh, the Twitters. So of course, and you can always follow us on YouTube and find us on YouTube. So with that, we'll wrap the episode up there. Thanks again for listening, again to our audio listeners. Thank you for uh, indulging. No, that's not the right music. I keep hitting the wrong outro. <laughs> Good lord! All right. That's the right music.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I like like
1: another one, too, but don't confuse
0: people. Yeah, don't confuse people. So, all right, with that, we will wrap this episode up. Make My mayday, of course, available on your favorite devices via your favorite podcasting apps. Of course, support us again on Patreon. Be a Patreon subscriber like our friend Venkman. Thanks again, Venkman, for being a Patreon member.
1: leave us a review.
0: Yes, leave us reviews on your favorite podcatchers because that really helps us uh, improve the show and learn more about the show. So thanks again for listening, for those that are listening to the audio. And of course, for those of you guys watching on the on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, thanks again for watching. And we will see you next time here on the Spidey Radio Network. Our next show on the YouTube page will be Spidey Experience. And of course, we'll be back here once again next week for Make My Made It. Thanks again, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time.
2: Bye.